0: This week on the Do What Makes You Disney podcast, we discuss part two of our top 10-ish Walt Disney World hotel resorts. We ask the question, what is your one controversial ride that you don't like that everybody else does? So join us as we do what makes us Disney. Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Do What Makes You Disney podcast, where UK-based Disney dads chat about Disney World, Disneyland Paris and all things Disney. From ride reviews to current news, we hope to help you with your Disney blues. I'm Andy Robson, and I'll be your show host today. Joining me are my fellow hosts, Mr. Danny Perring from Perring with the Mouse. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Lewis Miller from Your Florida Adventures and Your Great Adventures.
1: Hello, listener.
0: How are we doing this weekend, gentlemen?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'm All good. All good, there's some exciting news uh, that's uh, come out, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit, so uh,
0: yeah,
2: all, all happy.
0: All happy, what about you Danny?
2: Yeah, all good my end. We'll get this right one week, where me and Lewis won't talk over one another.
0: Yeah, it's sort of way way. I expected to go out right <laughs> this until the end of the time where we keep it's, on going.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's going to happen, forever and always.
0: Well, we can be sat in the same room, hopefully post-Covid then we'll, we'll, we'll be doing this. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll Yes, it'll be a yes, lot, lots good. of fun. All good.
2: You are good there, your end, Andy?
0: I am absolutely fantastic, mate. It's been a, an interesting week. Like you say, with some of the news that's coming out, uh, lots of exciting things on the horizon. 16 million people in the UK now have been vaccinated. Ooh. It's all positive. I'm loving it.
1: Oh, can I give you my little vaccination story?
0: Go on, let's oh, hear your vaccination right. story. Okay,
1: so uh, I was very excited because uh, I have an underlying health condition. So I uh, got a message from the GP to say, you can book your vaccination. So I booked the vaccination and uh, I went along this morning to get my vaccination. I was very, very happy. uh, Only to find that the vaccination centre, when I got there, there was not a soul around. Um, I got out the car and went to have a look and then checked my text to tell me what uh, what time I was supposed to be getting my vaccination and realised that my vaccination was actually booked for next Thursday morning at 8.50. <laughs> <laughs> so like a real tube, um, I got it wrong. Um, my wife wasn't happy. Uh, she uh I obviously had to get up and, and come with me so uh, uh yes. it's the best indeed.
2: story I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: it's the um, best yeah. story ever. It's really oh. not it's really not the best story you've ever heard, but it's uh I just thought I'd let you know that uh, I'm a, a, it, bit a, bit a, a bit of a bit tu- of a bit of a tube. Um, oh. so
0: uh oh. the best bit is I can hear I can just see your wife, you you daughter and your son <laughs> listening to this. Next Saturday you're in the corner of the living room just looking out the window very nonchalantly and they're like you didn't tell that story. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, your daughter's storming out because you've embarrassed her.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I am getting older now, guys. It's just one of the paths of the course. I'm afraid I'm afraid I am uh, <laughs>
0: losing the plot.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Hey, chocolate, Thank you. Story of the week. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, speak to someone for another week. Let's get into our question of the week. So as new listeners and viewers will know, we like to start our show with a segment called Question of the Week. This is where we ask our panel of experts, i.e. us three, to answer a random question that we've either set or has been suggested by you, the listener or the viewer. If you do want to suggest a question of the week, check out our thread on Facebook or email us directly at, do what makes you Disney podcast at So, chaps, this week's question is what is your controversial ride choice that everybody loves, but you don't? And I'm going to put Danny on the spot for this one.
2: <laughs> Send your hate mail too. Right. Okay. Um, this one was very straightforward for me. Um, the ride that I despise that everybody loves is soaring around the world. Um, it's awful. Ooh. It's rubbish. Um, the ride system still brilliant. The music is meh this time round um if i wanted to see a wonky eiffel tower i'd go to paris and get um very very drunk um i wouldn't i wouldn't sit on the left or right hand side of a big screen um saw 1.0 was a million times better and now i hate the fact that they've changed it and ruined it forever um honorable mentions goes to test track as well thank you very much for your time
0: oh that is controversial that's brilliant um, right, okay. Um,
2: so yeah, I'm going agree. Talk, talk to me, guys. What, what,
0: what, what I agree think? that one PI <laughs> tower is annoying. I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker for me. Um, I think there's far worse distractions out there, if I'm honest with you, but I'm not going to tell you mine just yet because I'm the host today, so I get to control it.
2: Please.
0: <laughs> Throw yourself up on the fire, sir.
1: So here we go. Um, Danny, I don't agree with yours uh, at all. I love I love Soarin', I love the music. Uh and I love Test Track as well, but I agree that both the original versions were better. That's um, it. Uh,
2: I'm, it. I'm 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 sitting on the side of nostalgia, I'm afraid, guys. And yeah. that that's it. That's my only reason. Yeah. I mean, Disney have a bit of a history
1: as we I'm sure we'll discuss at some point of taking the tractions and you know, you would have thought they'd make them better, but in a lot of ways, they, they really don't. But hey ho, hey ho. Um, okay, so I'm very sorry, folks. I mean, I don't really hate any attraction, but there are ones that I can take or leave. And the one that I think people probably love, but I haven't actually ridden in the last three times that we've been there, is the Jungle Cruise. It's
0: oh.
1: it, It's not funny. I'm no. sorry.
2: <laughs> no, it,
1: it's, it's not. It's just you. Are dri- you
2: telling me that a middle-aged man driving a boat on tracks, pointing at a book in a jungle and calling it the jungle book, isn't funny? Then, sir, I am quitting this podcast now.
0: Tell quick.
1: <laughs> so... It's somebody driving a boat on tracks and, yeah, just like <laughs> doing very corny jokes. And the thing is, the thing is about it. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's be real about it. It does depend on your skipper.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and if your, yeah. if your skipper's had a bad day, you know about it. And oh, I yeah. think the last couple of times that I've, I've, I've done it, the skipper has just been like, obviously near the end of the sh- shift tired fed up with the fact that nobody's laughing and uh and uh, I remember going on this uh with uh, Catherine and the kids and uh the the like f- the first time that we all went together and uh Ka- Catherine's face was just like what is this what <laughs> have you brought me onto um so I'm I'm afraid not even the backside of water is going ah. to uh, it's going to do anything for me? So I, I will go on it again. I will go on it again. But it's one of those that I could probably do without, rather than you know. Uh, yes, the one that I don't particularly love.
2: Yeah, I mean, if they if they changed up that script slightly and they could guarantee you a really good skipper, then yeah. you'll probably be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But I, I can I completely see where you're coming from with the Jungle Cruise because it does. Again, all they depend- are
0: modernising it, they, you know. They, they're they're bringing it to be more culturally and socially relevant. So perhaps somebody will look at these seventy-year-old jokes and go, right, that, yeah, that's it's it's a proper tongue-in-cheek humour. Is it relevant? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I, I I always enjoyed it when the skippers go off script and they they just start doing saying whatever they want. Um, a bit of
1: banter with a with a. The, well, uh, the, the, the audience and stuff Getting yeah, people involved that's, you know, is, I mean, that, that's good
2: I remember one time one, one of our skippers And this wasn't part of the script at the time But we had one skipper Where we're just about to go into the temple And he said um, Here we are we're, we're about to enter the temple Will there be peril? Will there be danger? Probably not but we are in Disney World, so it probably leads to a gift shop. And I, I genuinely thought that was hilarious when I first heard it. And then they seemed to add it to the script. And then I was like, oh, okay. Now, yeah. now they're adding it to the script and things yeah. like that. But, yeah. um, but when I first heard that joke, I was like, oh, my God, he's gone off script. And it was hilarious. Whereas now you'll probably go, I've heard that one a million times now yeah
1: and i think that's the problem isn't it it's uh, it does need freshening up uh, yeah.
2: so <laughs>
1: i that's i'm afraid uh, jungle cruise fans that is what uh, my kind of my my least favorite uh, lovable attraction is although i am very much looking forward to seeing the rock
2: i was uh, going to say Dwayne johnson's uh, furious yeah. with your answer <laughs> yeah i'm sure
1: i'm sure but i'm 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 looking forward to seeing him uh, in the uh, Jungle Cruise, the movie.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I can almost see him in the attraction a few years' time at the side of the track, on a barbecue with somebody going,
2: hmm,
0: can you smell can it? pretty much smell Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It'll happen. It'll be mm. in there.
2: Um, Andy, what go about on, Andy? you?
0: I think mine's pretty straightforward. I've mentioned this several times. I just don't get it anymore. It's Dinosaur. No, I've, I've so said it wrong. before,
2: so the whole thing needs
0: bulldozing. we it over, bring back Camp Minnie Mickey, bring back Pocahontas doing some weird thing with a tree. I just don't get it. It's The ride mechanic's good. I'd rather see them rip it out and bring the Indiana Jones attraction from Disney, California. I'd rather see them bring Cars Land, which has nothing to do with ecology. I'd rather them rebuild the original American adventure, whatever it's called here, yeah, from California on that plot of land. That's, that's how much it just doesn't do it for me. You've got one attraction, one habdash dash of a fairground that thank God somebody's listened to me and is bulldozing it already, and a really good quick service. Keep the quick service, get rid of the rest, because it just—it just it just doesn't make any sense. And Dr. Seeker can kiss my shiny metal...
2: Unbelievable, yeah. I'm fuming. <laughs> well, it's About Disney that, it'll make
0: your sure Disney podcast forever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, well,
2: to you, more, win, so. You, you, you win some, you lose some. I mean, I know yeah. you didn't, don't know. but uh, well, no, I love dinosaur. I think when, when, when everything is working on that attraction. That attraction is out of this world. Problem is, everything hasn't worked all in one go for ages.
0: No, oh, and I was listening to, um, oh, I, I can't remember what it is. I'll find it in a second for you. But uh, they were talking today about uh, the talk, it's, um, it's tough to be a bug offline. And they were mentioning that the, the Hopper animatronic hasn't worked in such a long time. Mm. And I know COVID's obviously caused a lot of the logistical issues with Disney in the last year. There's been layoffs. Uh, they've had to look back at scaling back because they've lost so much money. Yeah, but have they seriously got to the point where things are just breaking all the time? Well, uh, this but- is
2: the problem when when you when you furloughed or or got rid of as many people as you've got rid of. Think of the percentage that of those people that have that have left that are probably part of the maintenance team. Yeah. They they haven't got the bodies to 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 keep to keep everything um as as up to date as it is. So I think they're 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 prioritising certain things. Okay, we'll get this done. Then we'll move on to the next bit when we can. We'll get that done. We'll move on to the next bit when we can. I just think at the minute they are so stretched in terms of of maintenance people. Um I'm afraid these attractions just seem to they're they they're just decaying faster than they than they really should be.
0: No, oh, and it, it is an absolute terrible, terrible shame because the people who are suffering <clears throat> is
2: the likes of you in us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, the ticket prices have gone up if you know, if you had an noticed again. So, uh, just uh, just to let the listeners know it was the D, sorry, the WDW News Today podcast that I was listening to on the way home from work tonight. Uh, oh yeah, D, yeah. They'd yeah. reported that. Um, okay, we've we've obviously alienated all our listeners now, so you know we may as well move on to stuff that they they're not going to listen to anyway. Um, next, we we want to talk a little bit about the news. There's not, there's only one major news story, and normally I'd come to you, Danny, for this, mm-hmm. but if I actually think this is more in keeping with lewis's expertise so lewis what is the main piece of news this week
1: so andy the the news this week really is that on thursday uh sorry it's thursday today it's tuesday on tuesday uh walt disney uh, released their tickets and packages for 2022 uh this is actually pretty much the earliest they've released uh, any kind of packages for the following year uh, we normally normally see it around about the april time they will release uh well i want to say offers they normally release offers for around april for the following year uh unfortunately they haven't released any offers this time uh, it's very much rack rate on on pretty much everything you do get a very small discount on uh, a bundle of room and tickets but other than that there's there's not a lot of uh shall we say offers there but um yes any resort that is open at the moment or is due to has an opening date uh you can now uh book for 2022 so that's something that I think is is great news it's lovely to have that option to look forward to especially for us in the UK when we're quite unsure about what's going to happen in 21 and at what point we can get over to the states so uh, having that option to go uh, to book for 2022 and have that something to look forward to is is definitely really really good
0: sounds fantastic uh, thank you very much for that update. Uh, definitely great news in the sense of those who obviously know twenty twenty one might be a little bit of a whitewash. Looking forward to a point where we can hopefully access Disney Sans uh, face mask. Uh, we just happen to know a really good travel representation. Of course, those who are listening to us for the first time, Lewis is the owner of the, Your Great Adventures, which is the official travel partner of the Do You Want Me to Disney podcast. Uh, Lewis, if somebody does want to look at the 2022 Disney options, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Okay, so to get in touch with me, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, just at Your Great Adventures, or you can email me directly at uh, Lewis at yourgreatadventures.co.uk. Uh, I'd be delighted to help you with a quote. It's a no obligation quote. Uh, we are we work, you know, with suppliers that work directly with. Disney. um, So one thing that I I found out today, guys, uh, is uh, one one of my suppliers who I I think is a a really great supplier. They pretty much deal with Disney products and Universal products only. And uh, they were saying today that if we, if I was to to, you know we put uh, if we book through them, uh, so that particular supplier, any offers that come up in uh, in the future. They would automatically put onto that package. So, you know, I do, I do anticipate that in April there will be some sort of offer uh, coming up. I think right now Disney are testing the water to see what that pent-up demand is like and whether uh, anybody's going to kind of bite and and take uh, take the bait, uh, so to speak, right now. But. this particular supplier said that uh, you know if i was if we were to book through them and that their their pricing is very competitive i i've checked it against a, f- a few other suppliers uh, and people like uh, virgin holidays they're very very competitive and they obviously have a relationship with disney they book through disney directly therefore if any offers come up through them then they can uh, put those offers onto the package that's already previously bought so that's a really really good thing. So yeah, if anybody wants to get in contact with me, uh it's free for uh, uh, a quote, it's no obligation uh, and it's a fee free. I get paid by my suppliers, not by my clients. Uh and I'd be absolutely delighted to help you. So check us out on Facebook uh at your great adventures or check me or give me an email at lewis at uk. or if you really want to you can check out our website which is at www.yourgreatadventures.co.uk cheers
0: thanks that's lewis um so definitely folks if you think of booking a disney holiday or you, you know you want to go to the maldives spain give lewis a shout. he is the owner of the official travel partner of do you what makes you disney cool right we started last week on the top 10 slash ish uh, of the um, top 10 ish results of what is the world as voted by the Get Binky, Do What Makes You Happy Facebook group. Once again, thank you very, very much to Dell and Jen for helping to collect that data there. Um On another note, a very happy birthday for last weekend for Dell. He uh, turned 21 for the 14th time. Uh, oh, I'm sure he's yeah. very happy about that. Happy birthday. Uh, we we had a Happy fantastic. Birthday, buddy. We had a, we took part in a fantastic charity quiz last week, which I believe over a thousand pounds was raised for Great Ormond Street. So do check them out. Uh, they are good friends of us. Um, so Danny, uh, we, we we went through five. Do you want to just recap very quickly which five resorts we went through last week?
2: Uh, absolutely. Okay, so we started with our number eleven, which was the Wilderness Lodge. Um, we then moved on to Old Key West at number ten. Uh, the Beach Club Resort was at number 9, Coronado Springs at number 8, and we then had uh, the Contemporary Resort is what we finished the uh, the last episode on. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to jump straight into the remainder of the list. We're going to get the rest of the list done today. Um, And that being uh, the number six resort being the uh, Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Uh, So again, I'll just fly through location, number of rooms um, and a couple of things you can do there. Just so you're aware of a few things um, before you maybe look into each resort that we might be talking about. So uh, Disney's Yacht Club Resort is located in the Epcot Resort area. Um, a total of six hundred and twenty one rooms um, as you can imagine it is obviously themed to a um uh eighteen hundreds um yacht club uh right next door to the beach club and opposite the boardwalk on the uh, on the crescent lake um in terms of rooms at the resort um, there are two types of room a standard room and you also have a club room um <clears throat> Um, again these will uh, differ in the amount of people that can stay in them there are different types of suites in the club room uh, sector there um, you have then got in terms of um, dining you've got the Allen compass lounge which is open for your breakfast lunch and dinners um, you've got those there you've then got the uh, Al Allen Compass Restaurant as a table service, as well as the Yachtsman's Steakhouse. Um, you have a couple of uh, lounges and pool bars, like I mentioned, the Al and Compass Lounge, uh, the Cruise Cup Lounge, and the Hurricane Hannah's Waterslide, uh, Waterside Bar and Grill. Excuse me with that one. Um, you can also do the in-room dining, get your pizzas delivered into your room. Um, in terms of pools... Uh, the yacht club shares its primary pool, Stormalong Bay, with the beach club, which we discussed uh, last um, last episode. Uh, and then there are hot tubs, uh, kiddie pool in the area um, that have mini uh, mini water slides, um, and there is a couple of um, uh, quiet pool areas as well, um, which are separate from Stormalong Bay. Um, I, for one. Um I love this resort. I don't know about you guys but but i I just love the look of this whole area yacht beach and boardwalk, everything connected yeah. as one um it's and i know I know we've spoken about the um the bucket list and things like that um in previous episodes uh, but but this sort of area is on my bucket list um boardwalk yacht and beach i just i just love the way it all looks and the way it all feels when i'm there i don't know about you guys but um it's definitely one for me
0: um i'll I'll be honest i've i'd like to stay there purely to like you say tick it off as a bucket list item um i think between the two between yacht and beach i think yacht's got the nicer rooms and they're in better condition Mm -hmm. um yeah, I wouldn't say no to it. I, I wouldn't say it's as high up as my list as maybe some of the others, uh, but you know, personal preference being what it is. Um, yeah, it's a nice resort, and like you see, it's 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 in a really good area. I mean, you can literally walk from the hotel straight towards the International Gateway in Epcot, so it's
2: yeah,
0: it's prime real estate. I do believe it's basically like um, like rock and roll droppings at uh, New Year's because it's a really good place to go to Epcot in New Year's. Uh, you yeah. know knock back a few jars and stagger back to your hotel. So, uh, I, I definitely would like to stay there for that one, yeah? But uh, I think, unless you're paying cash or you're a DVC owner, because it is a DVC resort as well, um, it's going to be very difficult to get hold of. Uh, mm. Lewis, what about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I think we we kind of covered a lot of it when we talked about Beach Club, didn't we? Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that i certainly think or certainly yeah i think that i really like about the yacht club and the beach club is location it's location 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 uh clearly the pool is very good as well um the rooms do look really nice at the yacht club um, i must admit i was doing a bit of research on this today um before we came on and uh they look quite spacious but for me it's all about the location and i think we said before you know it's almost a skyliner resort you know because you can yeah. walk up the road and you can get onto the skyline so that's a bonus there's lots of uh restaurants nearby you know it's it's genuinely gen- genuinely a lovely beautiful resort however like you andy i there was other places that i would
2: stay before before there um are you guys uh, uh... surprised that it's as high on the list as it is being sixth? It's a very popular Yeah, as in, you know, are you guys surprised that the Yacht Club is the one that's sitting just under halfway on this pole? Do you think it should be lower, not be on the list? I mean, I don't know like I say I like the look of the resort but I agree there are definitely more that I would like to stay at before before I stay at the yacht club I think
1: if you if you look at this you look at the polar and you, you understand how we work in the UK when when we when we holiday and what we kind of look at for our our, our breaks one thing that I'm really surprised about on this on this poll is that there was n- there was no value resource on here. Yeah. And I, I,
2: that, that did surprise me big time. I thought at least pop. Would yeah. Have,
1: would have made it on. Or art of animation for sure. Yeah. Cause of the theming. But yeah, it's quite, quite weird that I think because of the way that we look at the offers that we've had in the past, when we've had free dining, the, it's it's good for us to go for a moderate or even a deluxe resort because the free dining offer is so much benefit more beneficial to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you get your full quick service, a free dining if you go to a moderate, and then if you've got that kind of extra cash that you can push up to the next level, then uh, you get the full dining plan. And so... That's one of the things, like I say at the beginning. One of the things I was really surprised about there was no value resorts. Am I surprised that Yacht Club is kind of in the middle? uh Not really. I mean, as we've already said, the location wise, it's 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 brilliant. It has got one of the loveliest pools uh going on property. There's certainly a lot about it that you can, you know, you've got a lot of access to Epcot, to Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, there's a lot around it um so i'm not h- hugely surprised uh but uh yeah it's uh like i say the thing that i'm more, more surprised about is there's no there's no value results on this list
0: agreed yeah definitely agreed hi me too uh cool thank you for your club sir let's move on to number five in our rock and roll list
2: Okie dokie. Right. So, number five, we are looking at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Um, so, located in the Hollywood Studios area, Caribbean Beach Resort has 2,109 rooms, according to the Walt Disney World website. Uh, the beach, uh, Caribbean Beach is divided into five uh, brightly colored villages um, that represent different areas of the Caribbean. Uh, Trinidad, um, martini Ma, martini i don't know how to pronounce Martinique.
0: that come on
2: yeah, yeah Martinique. Oh, um barbados and then um aruba jamaica who i want to take a bermuda bahama no um so that they are the five um, areas that they are split into um we have in terms of uh rooms it's um you've obviously got they're just standard um hotel rooms at the Caribbean beach you do obviously have uh the pirate themed rooms that are there preferred rooms which are located closer to uh the old Port Royale um and you've obviously got uh standard view water view things like that as well um in terms of the rooms um dining options uh, we have. Let's have a quick look. We have got um the Center Town Market, um, which is the new food court at the Caribbean Beach. I believe uh, this was the one that was under renovation a few years back, and everybody had to go get stuff from a tent, which went down very well. Um, oh yeah, I can tell you about that, don't you? Yeah, mommy? yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get the. <laughs> We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I think <laughs> um, we have. Then we've also got the spy, Cla- the spy glass grill. Um, you've got so that that is uh, popular American f- food that are infused with classic Caribbean flavors, um, and you've then got Sebastian's Bistro, which again is uh, Latin and Caribbean cuisine. Um, uh i believe this is a little mermaid theme if i remember correctly it's uh... yeah that's right yeah yeah um and then we've got in terms of poolside bar we've got the banana cabana i quite like that name that's pretty cool um so you've got that as a uh poolside bar um in terms of the uh pools uh, there's a total of six pools at the caribbean beach resort uh, the main pool is the um is located sorry uh just outside the old port royal the main pool features waterfalls water slides and water cannons as well as a large children's play area the children's area is for children uh, children under 48 inches tall so that's not bad then they've got um squirt hoses and water slides as well uh, there's also a kid's pool located here, as well as a whirlpool spa. And then the other five are scattered around. Um, and of course, this is a um, one of the uh, main hubs on the Disney Skyliner transportation system, um, which is obviously a big plus point for this resort um, in terms of getting to and from Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and of course Epcot Um, so I have never stayed at Caribbean Beach Uh, my mum, my dad and my sister have and they have said they will happily go back to this resort Um, I'm not entirely sure if their food court was in a tent at the time that they were staying there, I don't think it was but uh, why don't we go to Lewis for this one, Lewis um, tell us about the Caribbean Beach
1: This was the last resort that we stayed at in 2018, uh, and at that time, okay, let's let's be let's be clear, folks. We got a bargain when we went there. It was it was definitely value, and it was value because of all the construction that was happening, not only with the whole uh, Old Port Royal area, um, so. But also, um, oh, the Skyliner. That's what <laughs> the other thing that we, they were doing. They were doing the Skyliner and the old Port Royal. Well, and it was uh So we were really kind of worried actually when we were going there uh, beforehand. Was it going to really affect the way that we did we, we kind of holidayed at this uh, resort? Should we change it? Should we not? Should we downgrade to go? Well, wouldn't we say downgrade, but sort of go to maybe art of animation or or yeah. whatever. But actually, it was it was great. I have to say, it was it was brilliant, and we just really enjoyed the vibe of the hotel. Even though there was a lot of construction going on, and there was a lot of construction going on over the Riviera area um we we just we loved the we loved everything about the room basically the room and the the kind of the the areas around where we were in jamaica was was great um we really really enjoyed it so just a bit of a top tip uh, from us really is if you can get a corner room that's a that's a really good thing to do because you, you get a lot more light into the into the room uh, and that was one of the things that uh, we were kind of concerned about. When you looked at the pictures of the rooms, they looked really dark and dingy. Um, but um, yeah, having having a corner room just gave it that that extra bit of light. Um, like I say, we were in Jamaica, which was which was good for kind of going across to the main pool. Not that we really used that a lot, and obviously going over to the beloved tent uh, for uh, which we had mm. one meal at. We had one meal at this tent, um, and quite frankly, I think I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on on the podcast, but I've said it to other people in other other times. In a COVID in a COVID world, this would be a super spreading event. Let's put it put it that way. The hygiene <laughs> was much to be desired, uh, and the you know there was flies all over the food, uh, oh, people pushing each pushing over each other. Um, yeah. trying to grab a table. It was just, it was just, yeah, it just wasn't a great experience. So that, uh, I I know other people that have really, were really, really disappointed with that. Um, but from, from, for now, I think with the Skyliner, with the, the new uh, area for Old Port Royal um, and all the new restaurants, which are here, Sebastian's is absolutely amazing for food um and you know with the fully completed riviera resort now i think it's just it's going to be a lovely place to stay um and you know we there's been a lot of great feedback on, on when we did the poll a lot of people mentioned how much they loved caribbean beach resort um the other thing i just want to mention guys if i can is weirdly the preferred areas and particularly the 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 um pirate's of the caribbean rooms they are actually the furthest away from from the like the main uh, Old port royal, royal section um they they feel like they're miles away i did actually have a walk around to where the pirate rooms were and they yeah. just felt so far out so um unless you really want a, a pirate room i don't really think that it's it's a, of huge benefit
2: to, to, I I, to go I wouldn't there. I wouldn't for an additional charge of thirty five to fifty dollars per night. No, no. I mean, just something I they... mentioned
0: before that we, we were planning to go back there in twenty eighteen. We'd been in twenty sixteen, stayed in a corner room in the Aruba section, um, and we got we got an email from Virgin Holidays to say because of the works that were going on, we were given a free upgrade to a private room. We knew where the rooms were, having been before and a pirate rooms out for everybody i'm not going to be sexist and say it's not for girls because some girls may be into being pirates as some boys may be into being princesses and we support everybody's individual decision it just wasn't for us and like you say what they charged for it it was next to little and no money to upgrade to the hotel as our number one spot which mm. I'm, i won't mention just yet uh i love it it Part of the reason I bought the Riviera as my home DVC resort is because I love that area. I love having the opportunity to leave my DVC home and take a walk around uh Present Lake uh, and basically go and see all the amenities that are on site. It's just, well, the pirate room isn't for me. Yeah. And, but you know, I, I, your experience and everybody's got their own individual opinion. This was a, This is 11 people out of how many voted for Carabina. It was a very popular resort. But it wasn't as popular as our next one, Danny. What was next?
2: Okay, so finishing fourth was the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Um, This had a total of 14 votes, so it just pipped it by a few. Um, So Disney's Polynesian Resort obviously is in the Magic Kingdom Resort area. According to the Walt Disney World website, the Polynesian Resort has eight hundred and forty-seven rooms, uh, whereas the uh, Polynesian Villas and Bungalows uh, have three hundred and eighty rooms. Because obviously, this is now um, a DVC resort as well.
0: A DVC uh, resort, is Sorry, that's your DVC resort, isn't it?
2: It is indeed. Yes, my uh, my magical fifty points get used there every year. Um, so that gets me, I think, one of the armchairs in the um, lobby, yep, for about half a day. Um, <laughs> so the uh, Polynesian Village Resort is one of the two original hotels that opened with the Magic Kingdom on October 1st, 1971. The other was, of course, uh, the contemporary resort uh, that we spoke about last week. Um, so we obviously are themed um, in the style and culture of the South Pacific, um, where you have the, uh, the, the Great Ceremonial House, um, which is the main reception area. It's a three-story um, building. Uh, you, obviously, this is where we've got a lot of the... Um, The restaurants and the shops and things like that. Um, We'll just move on to rooms very quickly. So you've got your standard rooms, which have garden view, lagoon view, and theme park view. Uh, You also have club level rooms um, and suites. This is just in the uh, this is just in the non DVC uh, section of this resort so far. Um, In terms of DVC rooms. Um you have a uh, studio room um, and then you have the uh, the bungalows, um which are obviously on the uh, on the lake looking out, which look amazing, and yeah. I will never get the chance to stay there. Um, never. No, 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 no. Honestly, I'll have to I'll have to sell, you know, organs that I need, like lungs and hearts and things like that to be able to stay there, I think. Um, So we move on to lounges and pool bars. Uh, We have the Barefoot Pool Bar, uh, the Oasis Pool Bar, and you've got Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, um, which is obviously a very uh, popular establishment in the, uh, the Polynesian Village Resort. Um, we then move on to the quick service of Captain Cook's. Uh, this is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, mm-hmm. There is also Kona Island, uh, which is open for um, breakfast, uh, 6.30 till 12.00, um, and it's also open for dinner as well. Uh, then you've got the Pineapple Lanai, which is um uh, where you can get the the dull whip at the poly. I think I believe they're still doing the the dull whip at the poly. This this hasn't um Yes, part of anything different. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um
2: so in terms of table service, now um we have got here for the table service, you've got the Kona calf um, which is a tremendous table service restaurant especially for breakfast, loved it. Um and we've got Ohana. Um in terms of the spirit of Aloha dinner show, I believe at this stage of the global pandemic, uh Disney have actually cancelled that show, if I remember correctly. Yep, correct. They they have haven't they? Yeah. So um that that is basically done done away with at the moment. Um, so uh, pools you've got the lava pool area um, it's the resort's largest pool, it has a water slide in a volcano um, it's got a large infinity hot tub, pool deck an interactive pool, a uh, water play area for the kids and a splash area, um, there is also an additional quiet pool area on in the resort as well Um, don't forget uh, you've got um, the ability to watch the electric water pageant while you're here Uh, and obviously the monorail has a stop at this resort Um, and just to make people aware if you are thinking of um, staying the Great Ceremonial House right now is um under a major refurbishment they are basically um knocking half of it down and starting from scratch um and there are going to be some refurbishments to guest rooms um that are going to be styled and themed after the Disney feature film Moana um nice. that has that has all been confirmed um by Disney um, and obviously, due to the upcoming work and the work that is currently going on with the Great Ceremonial House, the monorail service has currently been suspended until the summer of 2021 at the Polynesian Resort. Right, guys, um, it's got two fantastic places to have breakfast in Kona and Ohana's. Um, I think visually, it's it's actually it's quite a pretty... Resort. Um, it's just a shame the lobby doesn't smell the way it used to smell when the uh when that little fountain was in there because that smell yeah. that smell was incredible.
0: <laughs> well, let's be honest. We talked before, didn't we, in week one about Disney injecting IPs into you know parks and the resorts and. You know, you, you, you said it yourself with Caribbean Beach with it's uh, Little Mermaid themed uh, restaurant. It's it's taking properties that might not be relevant to kids anymore and, you know, making them excitable. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, no,
2: agreed. And and we, we all know Moana's gonna have a, um, there's a series coming to Disney Plus in, I believe, 2023. So, you know, they're, they're making Moana and keeping Moana rev, uh, relevant um, to the kids. And, you know, why, why shouldn't it? It's, uh, you know, it was a very good film. And it, if, if they're going, you know, I, um, I'm not one of these people that wants to see every hotel resort room look exactly the same, which is, which is what seems to be the trend right now with these Disney resorts. Yeah. White wall, white walls, same, same beds, same sides. You know the, the room isn't being themed to the result you're being in. So if I can walk into a room at the poly and it's themed to Moana, and I've got pictures of the film everywhere, or artwork or decor in the style of the film, I'll be quite happy with that. If I'm perfectly honest. Um, I think it's a very good fit, you know. Um, I don't know whether Moana going into the poly means that the Walt Disney Company has basically given up on Stitch. Uh, you know, um, because to me, I think does the Stitch not fit there as well, or fit there as it's,
1: it's based in Hawaii, isn't it? Like the the film, isn't it? Yeah. So, yes, it does fit there.
2: Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't don't work for the company.
0: (laughs) I think the idea is uh, they're making it like a geographical area. So it'll be the Polynesian, Polynesian area, such as Hawaii, um, places like New Zealand, you know, that kind of sort of like Asia-Oceana kind of Australasia kind of area. Yeah. which is quite big when you think about it but yeah I think keeping Stitch where he is now in places like the DVC rooms with the fold down beds with the um, what's it the bungalows is culturally relevant for the borrow borrow bungalows but then injecting a little bit of something else into it uh, you know everything works really really well
2: mm.
1: you, you can't you can't take Stitch away from Ohana's though I
0: mean as a character
1: breakfast
2: yeah.
0: that's like you know that's what that's I mean he's already what people there, go for. He? yeah well it's, it's Ohana a... is a lead on stitch string, isn't it? you know you know mm. you, you don't hear Maui singing I don't know what to say now but Ohana do you so it's, it's uh, no. yeah uh, have you actually managed to stay here then yet Danny or...
2: no no no, no. Hmm. I've been in this resort a million times Um yeah. I think I've at Ohana's more times than I uh care to imagine at this point and uh we've done the kona CAF at least once um which we've done for breakfast as well um I, I, i i just love this resort and you know like i said to you the we became DVC members this is our home resort we were lucky enough to be able to um they offered us 50 points a year you know which is all right for us because we're not going to go every year, you know. We can we can bank, borrow, and whatever. And, you know, we can we can do points and cash and things like that as well. You know, we we might not want to stay there for two weeks straight. We might only want to do a couple of nights, and we're going to stay somewhere else and and pay cash with that. So, you know, yeah. it it all depends with us on our preference of where we're going to be but we yeah we're really looking forward to staying here um at least for a couple of nights um if not for the whole trip if we can but um yeah this is uh, yeah we, we
0: i can't wait to stay here what about you Lewis, have yeah. you stayed here
2: i've not stayed here
1: and to be honest with you i've only visited the resort once um I, i've written down a few things uh that is kind of key to this resort um no ohana's obviously we've spoken about i mean and we all know that i love my food and my my breakfast so you know that's by the by um i've never had it but i i desperately desperately wanted to have tonga toast i don't know if (laughs) you you guys have had it my brother's um,
0: had it oh it just looks phenomenal food allergies but yeah
1: it looks phenomenal um my
2: my brother loved it and he said he'll happily have it again
1: yeah, I mean, literally, was it brioche? Like a massive brioche loaf with um, cinnamon and bananas and all kind of sugar, sugar and all toasted yeah. together. Just sounds amazing. Um, of course, this is the Monorail Resort, and transportation to and from the Magic Kingdom is really, really good from this resort. So obviously, you're paying that premium not only to have the view of the Magic Kingdom in in so many ways, but to have the the, the uh, the options for transportation to the uh, to the parks. Um, The other thing that I really love about this is you can get the boats across the Seven Seas Lagoon, Mm -hmm. uh, the little boat that takes you to the Grand Floridian and then up to Magic Kingdom and we've done done that before where we've kind of come out of Magic Kingdom and then taken the boat um, to to those resorts just to do something slightly different. So um, the gold flag Boats are are really cool. And the other thing that... Um, oh, another two things, sorry. The Boa Boa bungalows. Oh, my God. They look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, Danny, they are ridiculously... I think they're like $10,000 a night or something stupid yes.
2: like that. Just... I, mean, I, I mean, a week in them on DVC points is just ridiculous.
0: I'm um, looking now just to find out. <laughs> I was going to
2: say, could you have a look? Because... Uh, oh. They are just—they're just out of this world. The the points per week, you know. I just—I I don't know who stays there apart from obviously really rich people or really people, rich people. Yeah, like people lucky <laughs> enough to do it, you know. It's yeah. Just, oh no. Just...
1: It, it's uh, they—they just look phenomenal, and oh, 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 just for a night there, that would just be incredible.
0: Incredible. Up for seven nights in May half-term next year, <laughs> it would be 948 DVC points for one nine, night.
2: 900 and what,
0: sorry? 48.
2: Oh, okay, so I'm only... I'm not far off.
0: It's 130 for a night, so you would have to, to literally save three years' worth of your points to get one night in that <laughs> Two, bungalow.
2: One night. <laughs>
0: Just one
2: more <laughs> <four> night. <laughs> Oh, you well, not, not you for know, me. She doesn't not, try two for, not for me, Clive. Not for me. <laughs> well, what all
1: I can say is, it, uh, I yeah, it's they, they they just look phenomenal, and and one day I just hope that I can get that opportunity to to stay in one of those uh, bungalows just just for one night. That would be amazing. Uh, Mate, the other I, thing I, I've written:
2: I win the lottery. We're all staying in one. Hey, oh Yeah. Uh,
1: sounds sounds good to me sounds good to me the other thing i've written down is trader sam's now i've i've not been i've not been to trader sam's either but i've heard a lot of amazing things about it um uh, the theming around it's very small i know it's very small it's a very hot ticket to get into but i've been told if we can if you can get kind of go to ohana's have your breakfast and then they sort of start um that you can start queuing to get on the kind of list and get a, t- a time to go back. Um, and if you're kind of lucky enough to go get something quite early, um, you can go back and, uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've again, I've not been there, but I, I, it does, it does
2: look lots of fun. Yeah. It's got
0: 50.
2: I shop 50 it. Yeah. It's, um, so it's got 50 indoor seats and 82 outdoor seats on the Tiki Terrace. Right. um it opens at 4 p.m shuts at midnight and it's 21 yeah. and over after 8 p.m
0: yeah
1: indeed so uh
0: sounds like a good place to go guys
1: yeah yeah i i i'd I definitely like to go there definitely like to try it
0: out Uh right, well i think we've paid enough lip service to number four let's have a chat about number three what's uh Next okay, one
2: right. So, um, number three and number two, I'm going to do back-to-back uh, okay. because they are all part of the same resort. Um, okay. So, finishing third with a total of 23 votes was Port Orleans French Quarter and finishing second with a total of 26 votes was Port Orleans Riverside. So what I'll do, I'll go through um, French Quarter first, um, and then I'll go through the Riverside stuff, and then we can have a combined chat about the two, I would say. Um, yep. You know, I would, I would do that. So um, French Quarter uh, is in the Disney Springs Resort area. Uh, French Quarter has a total of 1,008 rooms um at french quarter in terms of rooms you have got um it's just standard uh just standard rooms um but obviously you can get preferred rooms closer to the the main lobby area um you have at um at french quarter You have the quick service dining area of the Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory, open from 6am till midnight. Uh, This is where you can get basically your breakfast, lunch and dinner. And also you can get your beignets here, which is your fried dough covered with powdered sugar. Yeah, boy. Um, Mate, I make these at home and they are out of this world. And I feel so fat after I get them. It's just insane. Um
0: arcade. I was need to bring some up there, mate.
2: Oh, yeah. don't yeah, one 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 day, one day. Um so pools and recreations. You've got a uh the pool at the French quarter as a, a sea serpent water slide and a water spouting alligator band are both found at the main pool. Um obviously in terms of French quarter, uh the theming is obviously um uh, the Mardi Gras of New Orleans and things like that. Um, and it is a very sort of colourful uh, resort um, in terms of its, you know, in, in um, a part like it's unlike its counterpart, the Riverside, which uh, which is beautiful in itself, but obviously not as colourful as the French Quarter. So again, obviously, lo- st- still located in the Disney Springs Resort area, a total of two thousand and forty-seven rooms at Port Orleans Riverside. So, um, Riverside is themed around the uh, what you would find around the Mississippi River. Uh, the resort opened in ninety-two as uh, the Dixie Landings Resort, and in two thousand and one, Disney changed its name to Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, Riverside is uh, divided into two sections which is the Magnolia Bend and the Alligator Bayou. Um, You have the food court here of the Riverside Mill um, and you have the um, not so good boat rights dining hall um, which to be perfectly honest I really wouldn't recommend. Um, it wasn't great when we last had it um, so um, at Port Orleans Riverside you do have the Royal Guest Rooms um, which are um, basically themed to all the different Disney classic princess films you've got bits in there from Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, Little Mermaid, Snow White um, so for an example the Bathroom Taps in these rooms are in the shape of genie's lamp um i think the rug on the floor is also carpet from aladdin um the luggage bench um uh the sorry there's a a luggage bench that looks like the um the dog from beauty and the beast which i think is quite cool uh, but again they are in the mansion area which is like the furthest away from the food courts and the main lobby. Um, And then you have um, the arcade here is pretty good as well. I do remember going in that one. Um, So there are a total of six pools at Riverside. Uh, The main pool is located on Old Man Island. Um, It features a 95-foot water slide and it is steamed to an old swimming hole. Um, there are five quiet pools located throughout the, um, the property, two pools located in the Magnolia Bend, and three are located in the Alligator Bayou. Um, again, you can do the old Surrey bikes there, which my family did do one day. Hilarious. Um, and then you've got your, in terms of transportation... Uh, you've got your buses, but you've also got the water launch service, which will take you to uh, Disney Springs Marketplace and Westside. Um, I absolutely love Riverside. I have had the opportunity to stay here twice. Um, and French Quarter I have visited when the uh, food court was under construction at Riverside. So we had to go and get our uh, we had to go over to French Quarter for some food. Um I I think both resorts are stunningly beautiful. Um, And again, if if I could use DVC points um, to stay here, I would happily do it. Uh, Unfortunately, because of it being a non-DVC resort, I think it's a ridiculous price point per night for a, to stay in a non-DVC resort. So um, if I ever have the opportunity again to go for a cash trip, I think this is where we will look to stay. I don't know about you guys, but I love this area. Um, Well, okay. So I've not stayed at either of these resorts,
1: but I'm so sad that we were booked to stay at French Quarter last year and sadly we obviously couldn't go due to something like called a pandemic so <laughs> it was uh, yeah i mean we we so the story goes as you know we in in 2018 we had a day where we just visited lots of resorts and this was one of them and we well i particularly fell in love with this with french quarter um what it, with French Quarter it's a very popular modern resort purely on its size it's very small literally I think from every kind of route every building you can kind of walk to the main sort of area um, within about five minutes if less so it, it's a very very popular resort um, it, the theming is absolutely awesome the pool Uh, looks really great looks it it all looks very fun jolly the whole mardi gras vibe to it just looks it it just feels like an exciting place to be and a joyous place to be um yeah so i i love i love the i love the vibe of french quarter and uh, it's so sad that i didn't get the opportunity to stay there and uh, really i'm hoping in the near future that i can get the opportunity to um uh, with regards to riverside i don't really i haven't visited there i've had a look at uh, i've watched a lot of videos and it does look stunningly beautiful the landscaping around that that resort looks incredible especially around the mansion kind of section um uh yeah i I, but I don't really know a lot about a lot more about it, but I just think it does look like a beautiful resort.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. Mean. I mean, I mentioned it the other week when we talked about our bucket list. Um, French Quarter has been on my bucket list for quite some time. Uh, um, we did a resort hopping day back in 2016 where we, we got the boat from Disney Springs, uh, took it up to Riverside, had a walk around, Walk down to French Quarter because you can literally just walk between the two. Uh, had a walk around French quarter and then got the the bus back to you know, somewhere central till I was get back to my resort. And they are absolutely stunningly gorgeous. I would love to stay there. My my problem is now I'm a bit like Danny that um I've got the DVC points, I've got enough to do a full vacation out of them, so I wouldn't ever knowingly wanted to pay cash rates again unless i absolutely needed to which kind of prices me out of this kind of resort, which is kind of sad in a way and then it is sad that disney don't offer a better price point for these resorts for DVC owners um i do like it i think it's beautiful i think it's really really quaint and i have to say i would love to give it a try one day uh yeah. definitely on on my bucket list
1: yeah and but then you have it- Sorry. So I was going to say the other, you have a good thing about the, this, these resorts. And we mentioned it, uh, in the last show is obviously you can get boats to Disney Springs for, from here. That, that's right. Isn't it? You can, I'm not making that up. No, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just doubting myself there for a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you liar.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, that's another, another bonus. And, uh, of course, uh, the Beignets, uh, well, ooh, what more can you say? Ooh. So, uh, I
0: do you remember at one point they were talking a while back about them doing a version of beignets where they were using like a liquor liqueur kind of caramel with syringe that you just squirted into the middle of it so yeah. you could, yeah, oh, they do sound delicious. You,
1: you can do that, you can still get those in, uh, well, when scat cat cat reopens, they, you are able yeah. to get the, like the filled beignets with the uh, cures and stuff, so yeah, uh, they're, they're definitely available.
0: Mm-hmm. What I want to focus on a little bit here now is I want to go back to the very beginning and work our way back to the points. So we had numbers 11, 10, and nine, which were all resorts with just four votes. We then made our way to resorts number. Uh, I think it was number 8 and number 7, which were both 6 volts, so only a 2-volt increase. We then got to Yacht Club, and this is where we started to see an incremental improvement. Yacht Club had 11 volts, so it had more than double, what well, Beach Club did, okay? Nearly triple to a degree. Caribbean Beach came up to 11 volts as well, sorry, and we then started getting into like the Polynesian at 14 volts, the weird thing is, by the time we got to French Quarter, it was on 23 votes. The Riverside was 26 votes. And number one position, you're thinking, oh, it's going to come in at 30. No. It completely <laughs> eclipsed the nearest competitor nearly by double amount. So you've got this amazing hotel in the one position with 42 votes. That's eight, oh no, sorry, 16 votes more than its nearest competitor. Danny, I know people are dying to know this right now. What is our number one hotel as voted by the Get Binky group?
2: So, number one hotel as voted by uh, those of you nice enough to vote in the, uh, the Get Binky Facebook group is... It's Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, yay for the Animal Kingdom Lodge! Yeah, okie doke. So, we obviously, uh, I will state this is a DVC resort as well. Um, but we will start with the Animal Kingdom Lodge, part of the. Uh, uh, if we're going for the non the non DVC, um, section so the non dvc section of the animal kingdom lodge has a total of 970 rooms um this is obviously um this is themed um to a lodge in the african savanna um the as we as we have spoken about um the lobby is something to behold um it is a, a breathtaking space um, that they have created um, here at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It is uh, split into two areas, the Jumba House, which is the main guest resort area, and the Kadani Village, uh, which is the Disney Vacation Club villa, um, more of the Disney Vacation Club villa, I should say. Um, it's, so there is an internal shuttle to go from one area to the other or you can walk um, so we have in the, uh, in the lobby you have fireplaces um, and the fire's always on even in 110 degree heats in the middle of the summer that fire is always
0: on but it, but it works, So it, it's just so wonderful to have that on
2: because they've probably got the aircon on as well haven't yeah. they and
0: yeah,
2: it, it sort of counteracts one another, doesn't it? And and things like that. Um, so we have... We're going to go through... We're going to do the food first, I think. Um, so we start with the Animal Kingdom Lodge dining with uh, Giko, the cooking place. Um, it's the signature dining establishment in the Jumbo House. They have a fairly extensive... Extensive and exotic menu including flatbreads, wild boar, tenderloin, seared duck breast, wild strip bass, as well as the typical fare including seared salmon, beef short ribs and filet mignon. Um, we then move on to Boma flavours of Africa. Uh, it's a buffet style restaurant that serves breakfast and dinner with a wide selection of main dishes and sides that are sure to please everyone in your group. The meat selection includes a salmon dish as well as a roasted chicken and a carving station serving up fresh cut strip loin. Uh, And also you have um, a salad station and um, pasta, rices and a dessert station as well. Um, We then have, we go to the quick service, which is the Mara. Um, It's the quick service food call at the uh, Jumbo House. Um, it's so it's you get your typical burgers, chicken nuggets, but they also serve um, some sa- really good sandwiches and flatbreads. Uh, they also offer a number of quick options from the cooler, as in uh, you get can get pre-made sandwiches, salads, and fruit bowls. And there is a few dessert options as well. Um, you can either eat inside or you can take your food out to the nearby pool. Um, why when you dine at the Mara? So we will just move over to, um, Kadani Village in terms of dining, and we have, Sanaa, which is another full service restaurant. It offers a unique, unique African dishes, uh, with an Indian inspired flair. Uh, they also offer more exotic choices like like a lamb kafta, um, shrimp with green curry sauce fish of the day with curry broth. Um, mm-hmm. and they also have what could possibly be described as the, the single greatest service at a Disney, uh, Disney, uh, dining establishment with their bread
0: service. Um, yes. yep. I, I, I agree with all that. I approve this message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, they also have a lounge, the Victoria falls, um, which is, uh, uh, opens daily at 4 p.m you can get coffees teas and things like that um you then will then move on to rooms so in terms of the um rooms at the uh, uh animal kingdom lodge um you have a uh, so standard view a standard room for um, the non-DVC side is basically uh, what you're going to get. Apart from you can opt for a savannah view. Um, so the savannah views are the ones that will have their own balcony and they will look out onto the 33-acre wildlife preserve that they have um, in the in the resort. Um, so you also have... Um, there is eleven thousand square foot pool um in the area. Uh they have two hot tubs there. Um there's a spa. You can see why people have picked this, can't you, as their um as their number one resort. So yeah. I I'm just gonna quickly go over to the D V C side and just talk about the rooms that they have on the DVC side. So um they Available over on the DVC side is the studio room, a one-bedroom, a two-bedroom. You can then get the two-bedroom lock-off, which we now know what that means. Um, We have the uh, grand villa as well. Um, And like I say, you can get these as a Savannah View room, which is our um, number one thing that we are looking to do as a family uh, because I just think it sounds amazing so um, gentlemen I believe we have a deserving victor of this poll with the Animal Kingdom oh. Lodge undoubtedly um, oh, I, I just think as we said at the beginning of the last episode this is for me the bucket list resort. um I am so desperate to stay here. I, I just, if, if I'm able to get a Savannah view room, to wake up in the morning and have those animals out there, you know, doing whatever they're doing. But you wake up and that's the first thing you see. Oh, out of this world.
0: And I think Pete Werner mentions it best when they talk about hotels. He tells you it's a two for one. It's a hotel. Honestly, no wonder people have voted it the highest. I mean, it's the cheapest of the deluxe resorts. It's consistently packed. Um, I've said it before. I, I bought DVC at Riviera for a lot of reasons because I liked the area. I wanted something direct. Had I gone into that room that day and Christina Whitman, my DVC rep, to him, said, Mr. Robson, I can get you 300 points at whatever price point. At the Animal Kingdom Lodge, for the next 40 years, do you want it, sir? My checkbook will be on the table before she finishes speaking. (laughs) Absolutely, undoubtedly. I've had the pleasure of staying here for two weeks, and it is everything and more. There is a little cheat around Savannah Views, which I will tell you in a later show, but it is 100% well-deserving, well well worth it. Um, I cannot wait to go back
1: actually ask about the difference between a standard view and a savannah view because like the, the way that the hotels are the hotels constructed it looks as though there is a rooms either side of the kind of the well so to speak so you always will yeah. get some sort of view um so i i believe with a standard view you can still see some of the savannah it's just more of a i guess an obstructive view or maybe not yeah. such a wide view um so you you'll always get to see potentially some animals there um so I, I think that you know just just be very wary about the extra cost for a savannah view over a standard view um because you might not necessarily need to pay that extra
0: well this is exactly what we did so if anybody's watched any of my 2018 trips the robson family on youtube Uh, They would see the view that we had Savannah view, standard view It's not 100% correct There's four view types of the hotel There is the guaranteed Savannah view There is a standard view where you'll have A partial view of the Savannah Or a partial view of the third view Which is the pool view Mm. The fourth view Which is mainly for Referenced in DVC terms is called the value view This is where you get the hotel But you're probably looking out over the car park
1: right
0: now they're they're the cheapest of the cheapest rooms that they do uh it seems to be an american price point one that we don't particularly do too much in the uk mm. um so yeah if you book a standard view you're not going to guarantee to sit in your balcony and see animals right there but i can attest that with a standard view if you do your check in and request a partial view you'll get it mm. yeah. definitely worth the money 100
1: yes 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of I kind of wondered what the difference was really and uh just like looking into it again today, um kind of realised that even if you paid for a standard view room you'd still get to see some of the savannah. So um definitely a very good tip there, Andy. Top tip indeed. Um the the only thing that I kind of worry I mean, like you guys, I mean I, I mean I've not stepped foot in, in the, the resort at all, but I've I've seen many a video. And I've heard a lot about it and I would definitely love to stay here. Um, So um yeah, absolutely love to, to, to have the opportunity to stay here. But one of the things I think I'm a bit concerned about is the fact that it's, the resort is a bit in the middle of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. that, that could be maybe the, the only downside to, to the resort. So, uh, yeah, uh,
0: my argument against this is that I've stayed at both an All-Star and I've stayed at the Animal Kingdom. The difference in time between an All-Star and Animal Kingdom Lodge Hotel is roughly about five minutes. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit on the bottom left-hand corner away from it. It's only ever near the Animal Kingdom Lodge. But you know what? That That's the beauty of it. It is Disney enough to be not a Disney hotel, that it's yes. within its own little bubble. It's beautiful, it's serene, it's relaxed. You know what, at the end of the day, if it takes you an extra ten minutes to get back to your hotel, who cares? Mm-hmm. So, um, right, well, that brings us to the end of our list. Thank you very much, chaps, for being with us on this uh, two-week journey as we've discussed the, the list and the polls. Thank you very much.
1: Awesome. It's been great. No, I've
0: loved it. I've loved it. Brilliant stuff. Um, I'd like to thank our listeners or watchers, if you are watching us on YouTube. Uh, thank you to you both. Guys, Um you do have your own sort re- of re- relevant social media platform. So, uh, stand with yourself, Louis. where can people reach out to you and your platform if they want to get in touch?
1: Yes. So, uh, you can find me personally on Facebook uh and as i've already mentioned uh i have a travel agency uh, called your great adventures so you can find that on facebook and on instagram and on twitter but i'm not very big on the old twitter side of things um and uh i also have a show called your florida adventures where we chat uh all things florida and chat to guests about their hints and tips to help you plan your next Florida trip. So you can find us again on Facebook and on Instagram on that and on YouTube, uh, under your Florida adventures. That's me. What about you,
2: Danny? So you can, um, you can, uh, follow me on Instagram at pairing underscore with underscore the underscore mouse. Um, I am also on Twitter, um, at pairing's mouse on Twitter um, you, can, you can friend me on Facebook if you want to um, don't know why you would but you can um, so that's an option um, I'm pretty sure that fit for me in terms of social media um, so I suppose it's over to you Andy
0: um, well I've already mentioned if you want to find me we are on YouTube as the Robson family as we are on Instagram and YouTube, um, Facebook as well If you're looking to find us on Twitter, we have Blogs underscore Robson. And definitely check each and every one of us out on our own socials. As much as we're friends, run this podcast and journey together. We've also got the journeys we had up until now uh, individually, and as well as the the amazing support that Lewis can give you with our official partner, Travel Agency, Your Great Adventures. Um, If you have enjoyed the show, we want to introduce you to something new. We're going to set up a mailing list. So if you do want to join our mailing list, for updates on the shows, things that we think we're thinking of doing. Uh, we're gonna send you out a sound bite, uh, four or five minutes long each week from the show before it gets officially released on the podcast on YouTube. Uh behind the scenes photos, maybe we might do some a couple of videos that we're gonna get you to get there, see before anybody else. Uh please email us at dowhatmakesheisney podcast at gmail.com and we will get you on that mailing list. We will be doing other things with that as time rolls on, but you know what? Spoilers. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and of course Facebook, where you'll find up to date information on future shows and what the three of us are up to. And don't forget, we are available on all good podcast sites everywhere. Please like, follow, subscribe, and rate us to ensure you get to hear us first. The more you like and subscribe, ladies and gentlemen, the more we get to keep on doing this for you. Five stars and comments are always appreciated. So we will be back soon with another episode of Do What Makes You Disney podcast. But until then, stay safe. Remember to always do what makes you Disney. Goodbye, everyone.